0: 543 on your Monday morning. Greg is off for one more day. Back tomorrow. Kevin Martell in for him. Thanks for joining us. And uh, hey, what a weekend. Another mild one. Foggy through the weekend. And that carries over into this morning. Melty for sure. Roads are wet this morning in Regina. But not overly slippery, which is a little bit different from what they saw in or what they're seeing in Saskatoon. It got just cold enough or some of that melt to freeze, turning things quite slippery in our neighboring to the north city, but not so much here. Just a lot of dirty cars on roads. That's about the only thing I'm noticing on roads was out and about quite a lot this weekend and lots of dirty cars, my own included. So your car wash business in the city, you're going to be loving this. Frost wrapped up over the weekend as well. Kind of a tough year, and not because of extreme cold or heavy snow for once in the winter, but because of this warmth. Ice slides had to be closed. Some of the ice sculpture up uh, sculptures, they held up. But the skating rinks, as we were telling you last week, yeah, they were pretty well a no-go. Anything outside is uh, would have been a slushy mesh, mesh, mess for sure. Um, yeah, it was, you know... I think it was an overall good weekend from what we heard from the city when it came to Frost Festival. Although even though they had some of those outdoor events, they had still lots inside. And they said overall, organizers told us over the weekend, that overall these positive temperatures had a positive impact overall on the event this year. So that's in the books. Speaking of ice, Mike McEwen on the curling ice. Yeah, he wins the tankard Up in Saskatoon, the Provincial Men's Curling Playdowns, he represents Saskatchewan at the Briar next month, right here in Regina at the Brandt Centre. It'll mark his ninth Briar, also his ninth in a row. First time he's represented this province, previously represented Ontario, and he's as well represented his home province, Manitoba, the most, but he has never won the Briar. He'll try to end Saskatchewan's drought. 1980 is the last time Saskatchewan team won at the Briar. The other big news that we heard over the weekend, the next teacher strike, it will happen on Wednesday. Regina, once again, not impacted. Instead, this is Creighton, Northern Lights, Prairie School, Prairie Spirit, I should say, school divisions, to go along with Saskatoon Public and Catholic divisions. Again, not Regina, this happens on Wednesday that those kids will be out of class. 65,000 students, 4,300 teachers impacted in this latest round of rotating strikes from the Saskatchewan Teachers Federation. And we don't know what the plan is after Wednesday, when Regina might be impacted. You got to believe we'll be probably next after Wednesday at some point. But uh, we'll, I guess, have to wait and see on that. In case you missed it on Friday, Carl Weathers passed away. Yeah, we lost a heavyweight. You lost that fight, Rock,
1: for all the wrong reasons. You lost your edge. You didn't look hungry. Now, when we fought, you had that eye of the tiger, man, the edge. And now you've got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? Eye of
0: the tiger, man. Yeah, his big role, Apollo Creed from the Rocky movies. We just heard new comments from Sylvester Stallone on his Rocky co-star.
2: Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's it's a horrible loss. So Apollo, keep punching.
0: Yeah, Carl Weathers also appeared in the original Predator movie with Arnold. Remember the handshake scene that features the bulging biceps? Oh, yeah. We all remember that. And you still see it on social media all the time. People still use it today to get a laugh. Oh, yeah. One of those biceps was Carl Weathers. He had a sense of humor. And that was evident in my favorite role of his in Happy Gilmore. Who
1: the hell are you? I'm the club pro here. Chubbs Peterson. I'm offering to teach you how to play golf personally for free. No. You
0: have the golf pro with one hand who teaches happy how to play.
1: Back in 1965, Sports Illustrated said I was going to be the next Arnold Palmer. Yeah, what happened? They wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're black? Hell no. Damn alligator bit my hand
0: off. Oh my god! <laughs> There's also... He played in the CFL for the B.C. Lions in the early 1970s. I did not know that about him. Weathers was 76.
2: Shut up, happy. Don't feel bad about me.
1: I got my hand back, see? We've only just begun to re-
0: JME news time is now 5.49. I
2: need somebody help. help. Not just anybody help. Help. You know I need someone
0: 5 5.53. Hey, the Grammys last night. Still to come, we'll talk to Z99's Cassidy and Wheels. History-making night to the Grammys for one. Who else? Taylor Swift. That is still to come later this hour. Well, Michelle Linklater's special needs daughter recently needed an ambulance. She waited... Three hours, having called emergency multiple times, and despite that, she says the ambulance never came to her home in Vanscoy, southwest of Saskatoon. She then had to turn to her local fire department for help. On ADCJME's Mia way. Chuck brings us this story this morning.
3: I never thought about an ambulance not being able to come get us. When Michelle Linklater realized her special needs daughter Jenica might have fractured her foot, she called an ambulance. She waited for 30 minutes. She called again and was told ambulances were waiting to be cleared. Hours passed by and again was told all the ambulances were tied up. I'm sitting there and I'm already a little bit panicking and then I'm thinking, where is this ambulance? Three hours. They don't even come. Don't even come. She went to social media for help and eventually called her local fire department, where two first responders from Vanskoy were able to help. So they came and she was in her wheelchair and they were able to lift her and carry her in the wheelchair to the vehicle. But still, she says not having an ambulance arrive at her home is pretty concerning. When I'm calling an ambulance, it's because I need an ambulance. So my daughter's 27 years old I've been dealing with her disabilities all through life. She's severe epileptic. She's had a corpus callosotomy. So through the years, I've learned how to handle lots of tragedies on my own. So when I'm calling, it's because I need some help. She says she's not just concerned for herself, but for others who can't get an ambulance too. We can't wait. I mean, I'm one person today. There's other people that didn't get an ambulance today as well Um, and I also live out of the city so it's a little bit maybe more challenging for me to get to the hospital where maybe other people could call a taxi or you know call some friends you know it's just not that easy when you live outside of the city. Troy Davies with Medivy Health Services West says although calls can be busy a first responder will always come.
1: On a number of occasions, I mean, whether it's due to ERs being completely full and we have offload capacities uh, happening or call volumes, which we had another record year of over 40,000 calls last year, but there are circumstances for, you know, alpha calls, which are non-emergent calls, which is what this one was classified as, that do tend to wait, you know, could be over an hour, could be a couple hours.
3: He says they're working with both the Saskatchewan Health Authority and the province on programs to help take pressures off of the health care system. In Saskatoon, Mia Hollowaychuk, 980 CJME.
0: 13 on your Monday morning, a little bit of fog out there. We're seeing some advisories from Environment Canada up this morning, not for Regina, but all around us. And these cover a good chunk of the eastern part of the province, kind of in the central and southern parts. So just beware if you're headed for the highways this morning and taking a quick look at the highway hotline. It looks like there is some reduced visibility east of Regina. Along the number one from about Balgoni to Quipel, as well on Highway 10 from Balgoni to Fort Quipel. So just a heads up this morning. Well, it was music's biggest night last night. The Grammys here to give us the lowdown this morning. z 99s Cassidy and Wheels. Good morning. Morning, Kevin. Morning. So big night in the music industry. Uh, Lots of uh, stuff to go over. Let's start with who else but Taylor Swift.
2: Let's start with Taylor Swift. Uh, Of course, it was a big night for her, but it was uh, also history making the only artist ever to win four albums of the year.
1: And no surprise. I mean, it's Taylor Swift. It was pretty wild, though. That was her 13th Grammy, which is also her favorite number. Everything's coming up. Taylor Swift. She dropped a little nugget last night
0: for us as well. Little little bit of new music for Taylor Swift again.
2: Yeah, Swifties have been waiting for the release date of Reputation, but yep. then she announced a brand new album that'll drop in April.
0: So much music from Taylor Swift. Nonstop.
1: She is an absolute wagon right now, and everything is coming up her way. It's
2: what she does.
0: Miley Cyrus. got her first one last night
2: that was exciting
1: (laughs) she she was
2: feeling it yeah few outfit changes for miss miley cyrus last night but uh, yeah she won a couple including a really big one record of the year which um her whole team she did try to thank everybody that was a part of it but yeah miley cyrus winning a grammy flowers was a
1: banger wasn't it you think about that song that came out i think it was last
0: february and it was around strong all year long so kudos and good job for her Cassidine Wheels from z 99 joining me this morning. Uh, Joni Mitchell had a little bit of a performance last night. We haven't heard from her in a long time. 80 years old from, of course, Saskatoon. And she performed for the first time at the Grammys last night. Uh, good to see her again. Another big, uh, big one. Jay-Z not happy with Beyonce. <laughs> not, not her, but of course, not her winning. She has all these Grammys. She yeah. has like, what, 30 Grammys? The most ever. She still hasn't won album of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that is that a, is that a travesty?
2: I mean, it's Beyonce. You think she would have yeah. an album like that on her shelf. But I mean, the Renaissance, Summer Renaissance, one of my all time favorites, especially from Beyonce. But I don't know if it was Grammy worthy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if it is a travesty necessarily. She makes great music. But if there's a few songs on every album that are great and she's more of a single put out a, a really mm-hmm. strong single. There may be a full collective album, so I don't know. Either way, 30 Grammys? Are you complaining, Jacey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got, I got here. dressed up for <laughs>
2: nothing. <laughs> uh,
0: and finally, the other big talker from last night was uh, a little Luke Combs oh. and Tracy Chapman getting together. It was good to see Tracy Chapman out there. What a moment.
2: That was, I think, my favorite moment of the night. Those two voices together live. Like that song, Tracy's version, Luke's version, wonderful, but together. Ooh, wasn't when, expecting that.
1: When Tracy hit the stage and started and had that smile on her face, it's like, this is special. And the standing ovation at the end, goosebumps, people all over the world just saying that was the moment.
2: Yeah, and I think it was huge that she was on the guitar and Luke kind of was a little back, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was Tracy's moment.
0: Z99s, Cassidy and Wheels. Thank you very much.
2: Go Taylor times. Swift! you a number
0: I haven't taken away your name 621, good Monday morning to you, the start of a new work week box office from the weekend goes to Argyle a movie about a spy, assassin yeah, got number one at the box office but it only brought in $18 million domestically, $35 million globally, compare that against its 200 million-dollar budget. Now, I was one of those who went to watch it. It was okay. Now, this was done by Matthew Vaughn. He did the Kingsman movies, which I really like, really like. I would say this isn't quite as good as those. Argyle has a star-studded cast. Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Henry Cavill, John is in it. It's a wild but, um, I don't know, somewhat confusing ride. And also, like most movies now, too long. You can really notice the special effects in certain moments of that movie. There are a couple outrageous scenes, and when I first started watching them, I was like, "Okay, come on," and then realized what Vaughn was going for and then I kind of leaned into it, and I was like, "You know what, okay, I'm there with you i'm you know I'll suspend my disbelief for this scene because you I know you're having fun and you're kind of you're going for that so that's my hot take on it, but yeah, eighteen million. Domestically, $35 million globally against a $200 million budget. So, mm, it's been a slow month. It's been a slow last month, January now into February. It's not been a real hot one at the box office. No monster blockbusters. If you weren't watching a movie, maybe you watched the NHL All-Star weekend festivities. I caught a little bit of the games I don't know. The games are just kind of whatever. The skills competition, though, those are always so fun, right? Home run derby in baseball, slam dunk in NBA. And the skills competition in hockey, that's, it's, it's more fun. Connor McDavid, who else wins $1 million in the all-star skills competition? Uh, you had a good crop of winners in each individual event. McDavid, he won the fastest skater. Kyle McCarr from the Avalanche. Hardest shot. 102 miles per hour. Connor Bedard was there, if you watched, not really participating. He was making passes for the one-timer event, which, by the way, Nathan McKinnon would win. They did a point system, and and so you had a certain number of players, and then after the first round, I guess you'd call it, some players were eliminated, and they had a little shootout event with goalies. Goalies were incentivized for 100000 with with $100,000, so they weren't just because that, that that was the only thing in the past. You would see these like breakaway challenge and it's like, why would the goalie try? Why, why would the goalie try really hard to stop the player? So at least you had a little bit of money for uh, you know, incentivization. And, and then more players got eliminated in that little round. And then they went to the final gauntlet, this obstacle course, you know, where they stick handle. they 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 try to make these accuracy passes, shooting. So yeah, at the end of the, The end of the tally, McDavid with the most points, so he gets the giant check. And that's a wrap on the Frost Festival here at home. Uh, Skating rinks, they didn't hold up very well in the weather. Kind of one of those, you know, good-bad scenarios for Frost Festival. I mean, certainly a lot warmer than we've seen in past years, so... Festival organizers, those from the city, told us that that had a positive effect on the festival itself was these milder temperatures. But a lot of the activities, at least outside, when it came to the ice slides, which have been very popular in past years, they had to shut those down. We mentioned the rinks. Yeah. Some things just didn't hold up as well. They had lots of events inside, though, including the glow lights. So we'll wait from Frost Festival to see what kind of numbers they actually had uh, compared to other years. But uh, again, overall, City seemed pleased with the turnout this year.